Hey everybody, welcome to the Socially Distant Sports Bar. This is part one of this week's episode, which is a live episode. We recorded this one at the William Aston Hall in Wrexham, right next to the racecourse ground, part of the university buildings there. I think it's part of Theatre Cloyd, I think. Really, really lovely people. They set up this uh, Wrexham Comedy Festival. You look at what's happening at Wrexham Football Club with uh, Ryan and Rob taking it over. Next natural step is to get a comedy festival going on there as well. So we had a phone call. I think it was probably a text. From Humphrey Carr, who then became our guest on it, but saying, will you guys get involved in the Wrexham Comedy Festival? Uh, We're trying to launch this thing. We're trying to make it something worth doing. And it probably took about three seconds of us going, can we get there in time after doing a gig in London? Yes, we can. Let's do it. So we were in straight away. The proviso we made was that Humphrey had to be part of the show. So Humphrey Carr, for background, is a guy who won Best Newcomer at the, I guess it was Perrier Awards at the time. I might be wrong. So Best Newcomer in Edinburgh, at the Edinburgh Festival, back in the day for his stage work, his stand-up work. He is a writer and an actor. He is the guy who got, as he will explain when he's on stage, who got Rob McElhenney into football in the first place because they worked together on a TV show that Humphrey was writing on. And the rest, as they say, is very, very well-publicised history. So we wanted Humphrey to be on because of his links to Wrexham, but also he hadn't been on stage in a long time. So we thought it'd be a laugh to get him on stage and to reignite that bug in him. Lovely, lovely, lovely. I'd never met him before. And, you know, him and Alice go back a long way. I'd been texting and emailing to try and sort out the clips that he was going to choose for the live show. Absolute gentleman bloke. Really, really loved spending time with him backstage. And on stage, it was cracking. Like I say, we'd done the gig that you heard last week in Clapham the afternoon before. The night before was then spent in the pub. Although I think we bailed out reasonably early. I went for a run. The next day, uh, which probably comes up in conversation here, Mike and Ellis had our tour manager, Harry, drive them. I drove myself because much like the royal family, we can't all travel together. That would be That's not a good idea. Now, I had to get back to do lecturing on the Monday morning. This was a Sunday night gig. So, yeah, up to Wrexham from London, then back down to Cardiff for some lecturing. It was good. Good days. Do you know what? I really, really enjoyed this gig. We would love to do more around Wales and around the UK. These gigs, I, don't, I was going to say they reignited a passion in me for doing live shows, but you know, I've not done many live shows. But I really I enjoyed these more than I've enjoyed the rest of the live stuff that we've done. So I think we should do more. At Distant Pod Us, maybe we could do one every six weeks next year or something like that. I don't know. I'm thinking out loud. I'm having a meeting with myself. But it'd be really good fun if we could do that sort of thing. But would you come? At Distant Pod, if we did one every six weeks, one every eight weeks, sort of around different venues, a lot of them would probably be in Wales. A lot of them would probably be in the South. Just, I'm thinking convenience-wise for the three of us getting to places. <sighs> yeah, look, we could probably go around most of, most of England, most of Wales. But it would need for everyone to come. <laughs> so if, if you are up for it, then it would be wicked to do that. Get in touch with us at Distant Pod if you want to get involved. Um, hello, Wrexham fans. If you have arrived for the first time at the Socially Distant Sports Bar, we are a Welsh 
comedy sports hybrid of a podcast, which is not a great sell. I think you'll know Ellis if you're a Wrexham fan. Ellis James from the BBC's Feast of Football podcast. He's on Five Live. You probably know Al. Uh, Fantasy Football League on the telly. Mike Bummins, you've probably seen on your tellies as well. If you're from Wrexham, you'll have pre- you may have watched Tourist Trap. Uh, if you watched Ellis in Josh, Mike was on that. You've probably seen his stand-up stuff on uh, the BBC as well. He's writing a sitcom at the moment that they're filming right now, which is called Mammoth, which is going to be on BBC One. It's going to be very, very good. You probably won't have heard of me. Oh, you, do you know what? You might have heard my voice commentating on Wrexham or presenting from the racecourse ground back in my sports journalist stage of my career with BBC Radio Wales. So you might have heard of me. You probably haven't. But this is what we do. We chat about sports, but it's just a funny podcast. So this is us live in Wrexham a little while back. It is a cracker. A massive Rex and welcome all the way to the stage for the socially distant sports bar. Hello, hello, Rexon. Evening, all. How are we all? Chilly to you, Yeah, I'm the Straight in. Oh dear, you've unlocked my gog, (laughs) which means I'm going to do the whole show like that. I'll die on there, die on there. Mark Hughes will come on midfield there. Fucking hell, Mark Hughes, what a reference to What a cultural moment for the North Wales. It's their moon landing. Everyone in this room knows oh, where they were. Yeah, yeah. Although, as we know from the pod, instrumental in the moon landings was North, was North Wales. Yes, that is one, true. Of, one of NASA's top pods. Yeah. Really? You sure me have a problem there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big, now, oi, safe. What? Fucking hell. Barad, elch. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. I've got a dig there. Yeah. 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 Young cunt. Just instead, instead of blast off, just young cunt. That's what you'd say to an alien life form, isn't it? Young cunt. Young cunt. There was, there's obviously, there's a, there's a great history of um, alien sightings in West Wales. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Uh, there's a book called, uh, particularly in Pembrokeshire, Commandership, called The David Enigma. All right. There were an awful lot. Oh, you've read it then, that's good. There's an <laughs> awful lot of alien sightings, late 70s. And there's a great passage in The David Enigma where some farmer, he's from like Kapel Dewi or something, and he's walking home from the pub, pissed, hammered. Yeah, and uh, he sees an alien. <laughs> Covered in lipstick. <laughs> 
Desperately trying to think of something. <laughs> it was aliens, it was. I've been experimented on. <laughs> In a way. Yeah. I've been fucking probed. <laughs> the dirty cunt sucked my dick in a spaceship. I was absolutely horrified. I was rigid, I couldn't move. I let him finish, mind you, but still. <laughs> and then he only went and shit in my pants for an experiment. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so disgusted in all my life. <laughs> why, why are aliens always probing farmers? I don't know. Is there... <laughs> Such a weird idea. They never ask the farmer about what he knows. They never try to understand humanity straight to the probing. Straight up his bum. Do you notice, aliens have never, to my knowledge, landed in the middle of a big city where they can have the picker people. (laughs) Yeah, the elite. Yeah. Yeah. They go out in the middle of fucking nowhere and find someone who lives out in the countryside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With very little human contact. Yes. Have sex with them, <laughs> and then drop them back again when they finish. Yeah. yeah. So he, in, in the passage in the book, he's he's some dairy farmer and he's called Meirig or something. Yeah. So he's been he's been probed. Meirig and Mindy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Speaks volumes about the demographic of our audience that Meirig and Mindy get a big laugh. Thank you very much. God, we're not going to end up on E4 anytime soon, are we? I investigated in a pod, uh, a show we did a while back with Eggsy, uh, a UFO incident called the Broadhaven Incident. Do you know this? No. Yeah, it well, was part of the David Enigma, yeah. Yeah, the enigma being, the way you look at all the evidence, the thing that all the kids saw on that playground bears a striking resemblance to a silage tanker. <laughs> <laughs> not so enigmatic when you phrase it like that, is it? And it's right by a sewage works in Broadhaven. <laughs> well, well, poor Meirig, he's walking back from the pub, pissed. So he, he, he told nanu, the, nanu. the, 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 the Kamalan Journal or whoever it was, or the Western Telegraph. They yeah. said, what happened then, Meirig? He said, I was walking, walking back. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. I was walking back from the Lamb and Flag, see? And then this bloody, big, bloody spaceship came down. And then all these googly-eyed aliens came out then and tried to interrogate me. And I said, so what did you do, Mary? And he went, well, I fucking hit them, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to let an alien probe me. No way. <laughs> Not after what happened to Davrig, Canrig, Marion, Elgan. Taylor's just waiting outside yeah. the pub. <laughs> What you for kicking out, Ty? Yeah, no, didn't you? No, thank you. They're all, we, and another investigation we did was up in North Wales, not far from here. And there was a farm where the, the woman there had seen a big cat, right? Yeah. Se- several times. Like, right? so just we, a big we, cat. A bit, a bit like a jaguar or a puma or something. Yeah. Right? Sounded fairly plausible. So we set up motion cameras and like raw meat and stuff and all these bits and bobs to try and catch it. <laughs> motion <laughs> cameras and they raw sh- meat. They well, they typical just, fucking, yes. They, they should have put a huge amount of she-bur in a big bowl. Or some farmers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Felix, the really posh stuff. It wasn't just a big cat, it was a big cat. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a fat cat. Imagine going, driving up to, no- four hours up to North Wales, there he is. Was it? <laughs> It's just a big cat. <laughs> it's just an overfed cat. I mean, capital B, capital C, big cat. Right, okay. 
So we took these moles and stuff. We had this outdoor expert with us of some prints she'd found. He said, well, they're dog prints. <laughs> she said, no, 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 it's a big that, cat. That, that, away. I think you're wrong. <laughs> so it turned out that I think she was trying to, she was trying to get the, uh, the land people, what are they called? People who own all the land in Britain. Not the royal family. Land registry. estate. What's it, one of them. Yeah. They were trying to take some of the land back from her. I think she rented a lot of the land. She owned a bit and rented some of it. Right. So she, she, she basically invented this big cat story <laughs> to keep the investigators away, right? And then she said, we haven't, we haven't even got a dog. We haven't even got a dog. <laughs> okay. As we're leaving after two days of sleeping in one of the caravans on her, on her farm, we found fuck all, by the way. We could just hear like eight dogs in a shed that'd be locked up. <laughs> For like two days. Is there dogs in there? Fucking we hapless are, liar. There was a, yeah, there was a big cat sighted in Kamada when I was at school. And on, on the farm of one of the boys, it was in a couple of years below. I saw a big cat, he sucked me off. Uh, he was wearing lipstick. It's always in the he middle was, of nowhere. He was a naive boy, though. I remember one of the bullies in our year. He was a naive boy. <laughs> a naive boy. <laughs> well, he had, he had that stuff that you put on, that kids put on their fingernails to stop them biting their fingernails, and it tastes disgusting. And it's a spray. Tipex. And he said... <laughs> and he said... Piss. Yeah, I'll, I'll, ch I'll change this his... This'll stop you biting your nails. I'll, 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 change, his, I'll change his name, because okay. I don't want to bring his reputation to disrepute. So let's call him Marion again. <laughs> And the, the school bully in our year said, Marion, open your mouth. And he went, why? What are you going to do to me? And he said, it's not important what I'm going to do to you. I just want you to open your mouth. It'll be fine. And then he sprayed the nail stuff into his mouth. And he went, oh, you sort of me, so it's disgusting. And he went, right, open your mouth again. And he went, you're going to do it again, are you? And he went, no. <laughs> he went, all right, then. And he opened his mouth, and then he sprayed it again. It, it happened about eight times. It's one of the most extraordinary things I've ever seen in my life. In the life. words of the great, the great George Bush Jr. Yeah. Fool me once. <laughs> Shame on you. Fool me twice. Fool, fool me fool. once. <laughs> fool. Shame. Fool. You can't fool me. You can't <laughs> fool me. It's, it's a, they've gone out of fashion a little bit, big cat sightings, haven't they? It was very, very common news story on Wednesday. Big big I lived in sightings. Devon for a bit. It was big down there. Cornwall yeah, yeah. Devon. They love a big cat down there. Yeah. yeah. Have you got any naturally occurring supernatural phenomena in the sort of Wrexham and Ruabon areas? <laughs> Ruabon area. <laughs> what about the Berwyn Mountain incident? What's, What's that? that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Google that. You live in God. Brilliant. Google I mean, that. What a great performance. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what it is. Oh, I'll tell you what it is. Tell you what you should do. You should Google good, it. It was a bloody good show, mind you. Oh. The stuff they asked us Google to Google, Google it was fantastic. Have you done your homework? In <laughs> 1974, in Berwyn Mountain, the Atlantic, no? Yeah. Yes, thank you. He's in. Uh, they, yeah, they, they saw there was a flying saucer there. And, the, and the, a lot of bunch of people spotted it. What was it? A paperweight held up in front of a camera or something? <laughs> uh, I'd be, I'd be, so they, there was a farmer there. I, I met the farmer and his brother. Yeah, yeah they well, must be getting on a bit. They, they were kids at the time. They were like 15 right. at the time. So now they're like in their 60s or whatever they are, right? Mm. Their dad was a farmer. Was obviously a farmer. Obviously. Like the, the, way, the way it works, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. They said there was a massive bang. And they thought it was like one of the silage tanks that exploded or something. All the farmers start phoning each other in the, in the area. Was that you? Was that you? Was that you? No. <laughs> no, I'm too busy being probed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that how they probe? You'll never believe what's going on. 
<laughs> no, straight up. So and then they said, the next thing, the police are knocking on the, on the farm door. Can we borrow your Jeep and to, uh, or your Land Rover to go to the top of the mountain? He said, well, no, but I can drive you up. So we said, he, him and his brother went in with his dad and like two coppers, top of the mountain. They said they could see, like there's two mountains, and then they could see this blue light. He said, really bright blue light. Next thing, there's coppers everywhere and, and soldiers, apparently. And this thing just takes off and takes off. Better a mountain incident, mate. Have a look. Doesn't sound like an incident. Well, and, and then the, the one old fella there said he but sat. But that's an awful lot of witnesses. Exactly. So I'm agreeing with you. So and the one we, old fella why are we there not said, preparing for this, Mike? Well, the Can one you? old fella said we, he opened the window. He said it was, and he could just see like these uh, military people just coming down the road, like jeeps and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, look it up. Not now, but I mean, look it up. Oh my God. The better mountain incident. And to think, S four C have never made an X Files. Yeah. Well, they haven't got an ex, have they, to be fair? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking yes. Oh, that is fucking gold. <laughs> that is fucking sharp. Go? I've got a... I, I've got a hand the car, Harry, is getting no better than that, mate. I've, I've, I've got a hand it to you. That is your greatest moment. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> So, as we're in Wrexham, we thought we would bring your very own Humphrey Carr. Hello. 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 Hello again. How's things, Humph? Good. Are you back for, how long are you back for? I've been uh, over for about a month. I'm here for another 10 days, something like that. Yeah, yeah, so go back and forth. About five months a year here. Well, rest lifestyle, of the time man. back and forth. Not bad. You've got a weird life. Yes. Very weird. Yeah. Because Very I weird. met you on the stand-up circuit probably mm. 15 years ago. Something like that, yeah. And we used to do gigs together. We, we used to do Edinburgh together. We used to play football together. And we used to play football together. We played football together last week, in fact. The we week did. before last. And, I th and then you went to America to be a comedy writer and performer. I thought, yeah, that makes sense. And now you're the executive director of a, of a football club. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, and none of it makes sense. It doesn't make more sense the more I do it. I thought the longer it went on, at some stage, mm. I'd be like, yes. Yes, this makes sense now. Yes. Um, it really does. I thought this would and, happen. And it's, like, and it's like proper, proper work. Yes. Because at half time, there's two things that happen at half time at Comedians Football. Someone always picks up their phone and goes, Letterman? <laughs> That's good. Um, that is good. Doesn't work as much anymore since he retired, but very, very funny job yeah. after about 10 years. But then at halftime, Humphrey's on his phone. I said, what are you doing? He went, just uh, replying to an email about safeguarding at the academy. I'm like, yeah, you're really in charge of a football yeah. club. It's a real yes. job. Yeah, every now and then, very scary emails suddenly <laughs> appear. So yeah, where it's like, yes, exactly, as you say, that, that, was, that was exactly, I was trying to remember, what was I doing then? Um, normally, my, my stock joke to people is I'm signing a goalkeeper. Anytime, yes. anytime I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm signing a goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, but football loving friends are always like, oh, really? What? Seriously? <laughs> and everyone else is like, oh, yeah, okay, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Huff, if you, had no, you had no experience in running a football club. You, I mean, you love football. Yeah. Love comedy. Yes. You never run, you, you hadn't like started. You I, never, I never run anything. Right. What apart, apart from my mouth, baby. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, no, no. I know. 
yeah, so, so it, was, it was my role initially, and apologies to anyone here who has heard me say this, Wrexham fans and things before, my role was to be, I was to be the liaison between mm. Rob and Ryan in America and people on the ground here. And I mean, literally at the start, I was the only person that had a British uh, passport that would get me into the country. So, you know, that, that was my main qualification. And it, it remains... We don't I have to apply for a work one. visa for him, he'll yeah. do. That's great. Yes, this, this prick will do. Um, <laughs> yeah. And my job was to sort of be a, a, a little bit of a, a football whisperer for the guys and like translate football into Hollywood and, and Hollywood into football. Yeah. And I mean, truly, now, as people who are here know well, they, they've thrown themselves into it in such a big way. But at the start, it was sort of things like, okay, so Wales is a, is a separate country. A lot of people get probed by aliens. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you, yeah. Will, uh, you will get sucked off yeah. by, a, I think, my understanding is, yeah. aliens will suck you off. Yeah. Um, somewhere in Away from major conurbations. Yes, yeah, yeah. The less, the less, the lights, the less lights you see, the less people you see, the higher yeah, yeah. It's possibility kind of, it, you're going to get yeah. sucked off. If you go to Glyndeverdoy, it will happen there. <laughs> you can have Llanvoi Vechen, clean your dick. <laughs> That sort of thing, isn't it? I had a wow. feeling. <laughs> I had a feeling doing this was going to be a really bad idea. <laughs> I, I'm less than a hundred yards from my place of work, and yeah. I've already talked about my bosses cleaning their dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Sure. I mean, good advice for all of us. Of okay. yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, you could, you, yeah. could eat, you could eat dinner off mine. You really could. That's <laughs> why else is so full. Yeah. Not a very big dinner, but it would be. You know. <laughs> yeah. More of a snack. <laughs> yes, sort yeah. of uh, 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 like a cr one crumpet. One yeah, crumpet. yeah, maybe a fruit precariously pasta. balanced. Yeah, that's it, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What a, what a party piece! <laughs> oh, cool the, talk the talker box in Dave, isn't it? <laughs> At my nan's house. <laughs> right, how do you how do you get off the penis stuff when you do? It's really hard. Is, really like, is there a difficult. technique where we is, wish we wish we knew? Right. When it started, it was just a sports podcast. I don't know what the fuck happened to it. He started yeah. talking about dicks, and it's we just gone wrong. We haven't mentioned sport once. Barely. Oh, that's Shit, point. I'm on stage for 35 minutes. <laughs> I, and I like sport. Oh, yeah. Famous sport. Yeah. I love sport. I think sport's great. Famously so, into it. So when you were talking about, let's run a football club. Yeah. Was it like Wrexham's the one? We're gonna that's that's Wrexham it. was always I was tasked with drawing up a list of different clubs. And right. About I can't remember the exact number between sort of five and eight. And Wrexham was on that list from, from the jump. And I always, I'm going to really try and build up my part in this, but I always genuinely was sort of favoured Wrexham from, from the start for a okay. variety of different reasons. Yeah. Yes. Unbelievably pandering. <laughs> that was good, that was. For me, I just love Wrexham, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, but I, again, I've, I've told this to many people many times, but I had a uh, 101 Greatest FA Cup Goals video when I was a kid, and Mickey Thomas's goal against oh, Arsenal class. was on there. Class. And I just used to watch that over and over and over again. Um, and it just always stuck in there. I was like, oh, I love Wrexham. And, and when I would play uh, championship manager and then football manager and all that sort of stuff, I'd often pick Wrexham. And uh, yeah, with no connection to it beyond that, really. Um, so did, did you propose Wrexham as one of the teams? Or was that the Yes. Yes, yeah, so, 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 yeah, so there was a list. Um, one was Aldershot, because it was alphabetically the first team in the National League. Brilliant. And Rob said, what is this Aldershot? And I was like, it's mostly full of soldiers and prostitutes. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, but good transport links with London. So, yeah. th so there, there is that. 
the pros and cons columns. Yes. Yeah, I mean, truly, that was, and the whole thing was, I had like a, pro, a pros and cons. I mean, I made a document that was, looked like a child's I love football project, you know, like your first like IT <laughs> class. drawn in the corner. Yeah, like your IT class at school, where it's like, I've got a photograph of the race course, and then I've got a photograph of the badge, but the badge is on, why is it on the right-hand side? How do I get it to go in the it's middle? It's overlapping. Oh. So bad. And I sent it to him. Uh, so yes, it was like all the shot, uh, Wrexham, Hartlepool was one of the teams he talked about, Carlisle United, um, Macclesfield, and, and they all, all got scored out of di- these different sort of categories. And Wrexham, hottest club, was top. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sexiest club on the list. <laughs> yes, yes, and that was it. Yeah, which, which, uh, who's got the hottest fans? Another bit of <laughs> oh yeah, good red good. hot pandering. Good. Yeah, who do you want to make out with in the national league? Um, <laughs> and uh, league. Wrexham, top of the list, top of the list. Um, so yeah, Wrexham basically, I think got th- it was uh, there were five categories out of ten. Wrexham got thirty-eight. Um, where it really dropped was on facilities, funny enough, even though because we all love the race course. At that time, race course didn't, uh, you know, didn't actually technically belong to the club, didn't have training facilities. So that was where it kind of scored quite low. Not as low as Carlisle, because Carlisle, although they own all their stuff, their pitch floods like every year. Mm. You're like, mm, that seems like a bad idea. So yeah, anyway, Wrexham was the top, and here we are three years later. Yeah, because my mate, the producer on the five live shows from Wrexham, and he cannot wait to get home to watch the club. Yeah. Like, it, it has created this incredible buzz. And it yeah, yeah. The program. I love, I love Welcome to Wrexham. Did you, did you make it? I mean, it wasn't Alice. Who, who are you thanking there? Me or... Um, For watching the doc. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just amazing what it's done. Yeah. To a whole town, I think it's incredible. Well, it's just, a, I'm not just saying it, but for a country as well. Like, yeah. The, the one that, that you did about... Basically about Wales, well, that's like, a, like an A to Z of Wales. Yeah. My, wife's, my wife's a teacher, I used to teach. I said they should just put this in like every Welsh school should have to watch this for half an hour. Yeah. It was fantastic. You know? Yeah. Oh, I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah, that's, that's nice. I mean, it's, um, yeah, I mean, I, I have very little control over the documentary, to, to be honest. Um, well, that's why it's so good, probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, there, also there'll be less scenes of me making a dickhead of myself, yeah. which is like one of the main features. Star Wars, thank you. Star Wars, yes. the yeah, Star yeah. Wars scene yeah. and the one where you first introduced when I to the players. On the light first is the greatest the scene. I mean, yeah. every now and then you do something in your life and you're like, oh, this is like in a sitcom. I can't believe I really just <laughs> did. I really lent on the light switch when I was about to meet all the cool guys. But all I the did. cool guys. They were all the cool guys. Yeah. I, the thing that I've often said about that is, what, I wish there had been a camera over kind of my shoulder at that stage because we had a defender called Theo Vassell at that stage. He's at Salford City now. And looking as I was talking and looking around to see your faces, you know, everyone was sort of, you know, like Luke Young, who's our captain, is still with us now, like sort of politely, yes, woo, um, politely like nodding and sort of slightly encouragingly smiling at me. And then he kind of panned along, and Theo was sitting there like this. Yeah. <laughs> I did not move, did not blink, and I kept, you know, get being drawn back to him. You know, I was trying to sort of talk to everyone. I kept being like, "Oh God, that guy hates me so much. Yep. Oh my God, oh he's going to wait for me in the car park and beat me up after this. Like I swear, it's like, oh, he's going to take my dinner money." Um, no and, transferred. Uh, yes. Uh, no. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't exclusively because of that. It wasn't. Now, I have no say over transfers, but uh, I did on that one. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't really. I promise. <laughs> Get rid of him. <laughs> Get him out. Just as you leave the room, just yes. completely change personality. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like an, uh, yes, Get just rid like, of that boy. Just the most chilling 30-second long, slowly panning in on my face as I turned <laughs> into a complete psychopath. <laughs> and like, 
get him gone. No. I do, not, I do not have any control over transfers, unless they go well, in which case, give me all the credit. Well, <laughs> we wanted you to work a little bit for us as well today. So oh, we sure. made you choose some clips. Yes. So, what's your first one for us? So, um, my first clip was inspired, actually, by... So, here at, at the race course, we uh, play Wrexham is the name before every game. It's, it's, our, it's our anthem. And it, it made me think about the wonder of uh, sports songs, sort of football songs, and, other, you know, those... those it's a tradition that's sort of died out a bit now. Like, you don't get that FA Cup final song mm. sung by anyone. And so it sent me down a bit of a rabbit hole. And I believe clip one is one of the, uh, the OG sports songs. But it's not, it, I'm hoping no one here is that familiar with it because it's an American yeah. sports song, which is the Super Bowl Shuffles. This is the 1985 Chicago Bears. And it's awkward. Walter Payton. We had the goal since training camp to give Chicago a Super Bowl champ. And we're not doing this because we're greedy. The Bears are doing it to feed the needy. We didn't come here to look for trouble. We just come here to do the Super Bowl shop. This is Speedy Willie, and I'm world class. I like running, but I love to get the pass. I practice all day and dance all night. I gotta get ready for the Sunday fight. Now, I'm as smooth as a chocolate swirl. I dance a little funky, so watch me, girl. There's no one here that doesn't Woo-hoo. like me. My Super Bowl Wow. Let's keep keep that going in the background. That's that is it's that is weird. Very weird. It comes from that period of like m- masculinity and sexuality where everything was quite brilliant, all a bit sexy and weird. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's, um, Do you know, I know that, I know all those players, basically. That was, right. I was such a huge American football fan in the 80s. So that's Willie Galt, and that's like Mike Singletary, and Walter Payton, and Jim McMahon, and all that stuff. Uh, William Perry, the refrigerator. Yeah. Ellis' favorite one. Yeah. So Willie Galt, I believe, is the fella there, 83, doing the dance. Yeah. What, he got some moves, didn't he? Sure. sure. We, we, we used to have, like, Franny Lee. Well, <laughs> well the, the, I was going to say, because they're American, they just look like believable rappers and singers and performers. Yeah. If you compare it to the English versions that were happening around the same time, have you heard the alternative take of World in Motion? Where is Peter Beardsley doing the rap? And you slow and fast, you do that at the right time, like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's there was a spate of, of, of British people doing awful raps in the 80s. Yeah. It'd be on like What's My Line all the time, or there'd be people just making up terrible raps. Yes, yeah, it was a sort of, it was a kind of... Never looks right, does it? But, I, I, like you, I'm a big fan of the, 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 foot, the British football versions, as well soccer versions, I suppose. Um, they're almost always, apart from World in Motion and Three Lions, exclusively terrible. 
Oh, the yeah. Everton won from the 85 FA Cup final. What was that? The Euro 88 England one where Tony Adams is on Wogan doing shoulder presses. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's just it's like really unmemorable tunes and players who don't want to be there. Yeah. Why did we get rid of it? It was great. <laughs> it's like, so good. Yeah. I think, I think it's players these days just make too much money, probably, don't they? That's what yeah, yeah, maybe, yes, because often it was a kind of cash. It would have been a nice little earner, wouldn't yeah, it? Back yeah, yeah. Christmas time, do a single. Well, I think if Wrexham get to the uh, EFL trophy final, oh, Bristol, Bristol Street it. Motors, do it. We're not here to win over voters. <laughs> oh, yes, we're please. here to win the Bristol Street Motors do trophy. It. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I would lo- I actually. And you could film it like that. We could probably manifest that. That's that's what's the really bad thing about playing for Wrexham now is that someone will turn up with a camera and make you do something stupid like that Bloody in a way that you don't. If you play at another club, you're pretty safe. Um, I loved that when they, when Spurs signed Ozzy Ardiles and Ricky Villa back in the 80s, and they, they did a song. And I think Ozzy spoke hardly any English at the time. Yes. And he went. He just came in with, "We are the boys from Tottenham." <laughs> and, Everyone my age knows that line. Yeah, everyone right. knows it. <laughs> you found another version of this. Yes. It kind of spawned some more. Yes. Yeah, so this 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 video. So one of the things I was saying to you guys before backstage is when you, whenever you work, well, working as a writer for Rob, which is how I wound up doing this job. You spend a lot of time in those writers' rooms. Where no one, it, we've all run out of steam, and you're like, oh, I can't think of anything funny, and you just watch loads of YouTube videos, and this is one that I saw uh, that w- is a inspired by the Super Bowl shuffle. It's a commercial for a small like supermarket in like rural Ohio this or somewhere. This is fantastic, by the way. Um, and this came out as like this was my friend John Harris, who I work with, it is an unbelievable. He's just got this incredible Rolodex of crazy, weird uh, videos in his head, and he he brought this out, and I was like, oh, I love this so much. I'm Laura Mosley, I'm Patsy Hughes, I'm Jan Bradshaw, and we're all enthused with the Orange Billback Office crew, bringing the Super Broker team to you. We are the best sales rep crew, doing the Super Broker show for you. These are real people. Have a lot of bread rabbit on your cakes. Best thing you eat, for goodness sakes. I didn't come here to pop my bubble. I came here to win the Super Bowl show. Hello, everybody. Hey! He looks like Jim Bowen. I didn't come here to stand in a huddle. I came here to win the Super Bowl show. Call me Niles Lane, <laughs> sing on a man without a touch. When it comes to sound, call me Mr. Clutch. Grave coupon is full of spice. Spread it on the sand, it tastes so nice. I didn't come here to drop my duffel. I came here to win the Super Broker Shuffle. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, <laughs> bloody hell. I hadn't, uh, I hadn't seen that in a while, and I just, uh, I, as, as the lights went down, I was like, these are all real people, and then, and then I watched it, and I was like, yes, right, of course, you couldn't, <laughs> yeah, possibly, of course couldn't possibly assume those were actors. <laughs> I'll probably watch that every day for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Because it's an advert that ended up on telly, that, that's the best take. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes. The woman is just speeding up and he can't quite get the way. That's about, that's about. No rhythm. They didn't get a better one than that. <laughs> and also, it's no one, no one is a good gig. Like even the no, Jim, Jim, Bo- Jim Bowen's had a shocker. Jim Bowen's had a shocker. But he, it's to be expected that Jim Bowen yeah. is uncomfortable yeah. in this situation. The girls, the girls dancing at the start, very half-hearted. Yes. Yeah. They don't want to be there, I don't think. Uh, have, you ever, have you ever shook your pom-poms in a delicatessen? <laughs> it's hard to get up for it. Yeah. <laughs> Fairness, Mike's dad's friends when they were binoculars the other side of the studio. Yeah, my dad's in the frozen goods aisle, isn't it? It's like, ooh. You know it's like a regional manager is like, I've got the best idea. This is going to yeah. absolutely kill. It's yeah. going to absolutely kill. And it does, but only like 30 years later yeah. in Rex. And, and, but and if that was made now, though, if that was made now, that would be viral. That would be a brilliant campaign. Because yeah. that would be watched by millions and millions yeah. of people. Yes, yes, yes. But That's interesting. But the director on the day would have made them do it. Said, okay, that's great, but can, can we have a little bit more energy? Yeah. Just nice and smiley. I love that one. I love that one. Yeah, yeah. That was great, but I think we can do better, actually. I really, really do. So nice and smiley. You love working for the shop, and this is going to be a great campaign. It's going to make loads of money. So big and smiley, in, like in Seth Vod style. Yeah. Like that, you know. Go on. Go in now, smiling. Nice and smiley. And then they'd be like, oh, oh okay. And they just can't. And if do the tall bloke could not look at the end of his nose during the filming. <laughs> The, t- the guy with the jars is like this all the way through yeah. it. Well, he, he, he looks like there's a bloke behind the camera with a gun pointing at his head <laughs> saying, fucking rap and make it look yeah. believable. Yeah. Fucking rap. And he, can, and he can see two guns. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, it's so good. And, and the, the, the fact that they're specifically being told to shill a product from like their department as well, that it's like, talk about oil, talk about olives, talk about whatever. <laughs> Wrapping about vegetable oil. Maple syrup. <laughs> oh, it's so good. What if I told you that is the directorial debut of Ridley Scott? It's not true, but it's what not, if I told yeah. you? Like, that would be, wouldn't that be unreal? That'd be mind-blowing. Yeah, he did Hovis, didn't he? Yeah, he did, he did do, do Hovis. Hovis. That was yeah. that was his. He did do Hovis. He did the Hovis ever. That would make me rethink all of his work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he just got it. All, got all the crap stuff out in the first one, and then was like, right, no, no, he had nothing to do with that. To the best of my knowledge. He, he, he would have greatly baked all our dad. <laughs> I loved like high-powered seventies adverts. Yeah. Just some old bloke in a flat cap trudging up a hill for fucking ages. Yeah. He would have greatly baked all dad. <laughs> yeah. Mum, go and get me a fucking Hovis, please. I'm mad for one. <laughs> <laughs> Craving a Hovis. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, I, I googled a little bit. <laughs> Do you like fucking bread? <laughs> You can fucking toast it, you can make sandwiches. You put it in the packed lunchbox, you can take it down the pit. It's fucking magic. Ooh, even me fucking dad loved it. And I knew me fucking 80s, he'd be about fucking 110 these days, but he's been dead for years. Oh. It's, not, it's not the Chinzano advert, is it? <laughs> You're right, dear. It's like Sam Jackson doing that stuff now for the fucking bread stuff, isn't it? At least that's... Oh, yeah, he's Warbison's. It's Sam Jackson, isn't it? Do you remember? Yes. It's a proper advert. Not the bloke from Last of the Summer Wine. 
Last seen going down a hill in a bathtub for some fucking reason. <laughs> so you know when you search on these things, it sort of spews up more things. Mm. So Super Bowl Shuffle, the Supermarket <laughs> Shuffle, whatever that one was. I got another <laughs> one come up then, which I'm in three minds about whether I play, but I'm going to play it. Disclaimer, none of us like this. No, 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 no. Humph no. hasn't seen it, but wait H- for this. Humph hasn't the- seen it. And the three of us who discussed about whether we were going to show it or not don't endorse it. That's, that's exactly where we, I stand We on don't it. endorse it. Okay. It's we're just showing nervous. it. So, Googling the background of it doesn't make it any clearer as to why it exists. But as Mike said earlier, Google it yourselves. As a resident of Miami-Dade County, it is your right to know the names and likenesses of sex offenders living in your area. As a public service, we have created this videotape so that you and your friends and family can stay aware, stay safe, and maybe even have a little fun. Enjoy. Till then I'm just a sex offender. I'm Charles Dolan, dropping rhymes. I've been arrested seven times. I know that sounds like a lot. Three of those times were for vandalism. I feel real bad, I got caught. Might do it again, probably not. I'm not here to make pretenses. I'm here because of my sex offenses. I mean, I... I don't know. I don't know. Now, absolutely, Don't know. Not, couldn't endorse it less. But, no, absolutely, yeah. But, uh, goodness me, that's a good time. <laughs> I yeah. don't find it funny. I, 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 <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Suddenly, the hovis doesn't seem so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Ridley Scott had two choices to make. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Boy oh cycling up a hill. <laughs> or that. <laughs> that's very good. Oh. That's, that's I mean, to be fair, most of our clips split the room. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that one didn't. No, no, no. no, no. But the more I, worrying bit about it. I, I yeah. think we're all in agreement on that. Yeah. 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 I, I like to mention there was someone in the back of the room who was like, Super Bowl? Supermarket? <laughs> Sex offenders? <laughs> Yes, finally, now this gig's made it suddenly worthwhile. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, shall we let these people go and have a drink? Yeah, let's have a yes. little drink, shall we? Yeah? So what should we say, 20 minutes? 20 minutes, have a little drink, we'll see you for the second half. See you back bit. in here. That's part one, guys. Part two is still to come. That is on Friday, people.
So Friday, 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 Friday. Download part two. It will be with you on what day? Friday. <laughs> <laughs>